Blog Talk Radio. Because our archives are so rich 
with so many jewels, and we so enjoy all those jewel droppers that have come through the doors of us chat. We get to hear the passion behind what it is they do, and we share it with you guys because we never know who's listening. Maybe may be touched by something that they hear. So we thank you guys for rocking with me, Alicia, every week that we come on. And we so appreciate you. But y'all get ready for another great show tonight. And if you miss our comeback last night, hit those archives. As we say, no worries, just hit our archives. And we can be found where any podcast can be downloaded. That's right. The ladies of Let's Chat, go where you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited. We got a lot going on, y'all. We do. So, again, like T said, we appreciate y'all. Y'all can get us here on blogtalk.com. Y'all can hit us on iTunes and be able to replay all of our shows, any podcast app, Spotify. Uh, Spotify is where you can actually get our Mind, Body, and Soul segment. Uh, We started out with Black Women in Media. Um, And so we're continuing with the media aspect for our Mind, Body, and Soul segment. So I am trying to get um, a really, really special guest. I don't even know. I'm trying to get him. I'm in my Rolodex. I'm trying to get him. I don't know (laughs) if I'm going to get him. But I'm mm-hmm. well. Him and his partner. I'm trying to get them. I'm trying to get them because they don't really do interviews. So I'm right. trying to see um, what I could what I could do what I could do. Um, but <laughs> if we get it, that's gonna be big. That's gonna be big. So y'all just say a prayer for us that we get. You know who we're trying to get. <laughs> That's so exciting. That's so exciting. She's dropping those tea bags with no filter. You just saying. Stay tuned. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm trying to tap into my Rolodex. I'm tapping into my Rolodex and then my Rolodex Rolodex. I'm trying to see who can, who can make it happen. I'm trying to see who can make it happen without, you know, asking specific people. But we appreciate y'all. We excited. We love what we do. That's why we do what we do here on Let's Chat. We're going to take a brief break, and we will be back with the fabulous. Daphne the Boys. We'll be back. Okay. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the street. Part of the street. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the street. Part of the street. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the streets, part of the streets. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the streets, part of the streets. Twisted again, live from the pen. Warning these niggas, I'm after they chin. I'm making hits from the fed. Hold out your arm, be calm while I pack the syringe. I am the streets. I represent for the ones that be having that blow in their pot. I am a brick of that 81 Yola before bacon sold. I blow up the spot. Who harder than me? I bet he faking. Minister twisted, he just a replacement. I'm still a fool with the tool. You should be cool, cause murder was one of my cases. I'm on appeal. No, not appeal, dummy. I just said I'm on appeal. And if it go right for me, I see some lightning before 2020. I'm off of this deal. I'm tired of the fear. I got some homies that I know are strong, but they died in the fear. I know some niggas that lost all their bitches, and now they with Jody dividing his bread. I can attest. I took a blow, and that's the reason ain't no heart in my chest. But I kept a couple of thoughts in my pocket to keep it a thousand. 
business smart to invest and I be on the burner, be checking my page. Fuck the CEO, he won't catch me today. He know it's real when he look in my face. I got a swag in my khakis and gray, and I never complain. I don't do drugs or nothing, the dead and the numb of my pain. I ate a 30 and hell yeah, it hurt it, but I made a choice and it came with the game. I am the truth, I'm in the sale record. My nigga, I'm not in the booth, but you wouldn't know by the way that I flow out this gutter shit. You think I'm missing my teeth? Keep it a buck, mix me with that. Why ain't my street niggas hitting my app? Why am I hustling when I'm at the dough? It showed that you never did nothing for black. But I got a heart for the streets. I need a play to get back in the start in the street. If I catch you slipping out high at the club, I'm up on your ass like barking a tree. And you know what to do. Keep it a hundred. Pull out the cabbage, my nigga, and punt it. Or you can reject it, but you gon' accept it. I'm taking this here because I want it, so run it. Part of the street. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the street. Part of the street. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the street. Part of the street. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the street. Part of the street. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the street. I told you before I was going for the dope. Gun on your hoe like I come for the dope. I ain't playing. I promise that I am the goat. And you paid for this quote, so it's murder you wrote. Half of these street niggas, cookies and cream. Can't go a day without loud and the lean. They trick on the chick if she fit in the jeans. While they partners in prison, surviving on beans. That ain't for me. I get mine out the mud. Plant me in concrete, not still a bud. I am a hustler, velvet was. Threw up the H right in front of the judge. Left out of court and went back to my cell. Tucking my my chin never tucking my tail. Visited D, told her this ain't goodbye, but it is to you later. Just keep me with bail. When they say I went broke since I've been in the flare. They making that up and just running me head. If anything, move on the yard. I got a part, regardless of they breaking bread. Family, nigga. Texas on mine. Shout out to Funky for pushing them lines. Most of these niggas is amateurs. All of these calendars here in the city still mine. I am the funk. Ask your big homies how many niggas I made lying in the trunk. And when I left the streets, I just changed up the venue. Cause now it continues. They lying, they bunk. It's part of the game and we all got a choice I got no regrets, you can hear my voice Most of these niggas is called Fans get involved and they get to rolling like Royce Back to the street like they didn't do it Niggas embrace them like they never knew it These bras no different cause they don't rebuke it This niggas a rat and you bitches are stupid No discipline, they don't live by the code That's why so many of these suckers told I wish I would show you love You won't get a hug You left my little boy in the cold But I'm finna go and these fuck niggas know When my feet get to flow and I'm fixing the flow Now I'm your bro or whatever I need like money, whatever you got me for show. But just by the record, and that'd be good. Supporting this music I got for the hood. I took some time out and bought me some sense. Now I'm just waiting to walk out the fence. I'm the heart of the street. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the street. Part of the street. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the street. Part of the street. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the street. Part of the street. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the street. 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 Running up the check, running up the check, yeah, yeah. Stepping on their neck, stepping on their neck, yeah, yeah. Haters popping off, I don't feel a threat, yeah, yeah. Better come correct, gotta get respect. I was born for this, I will, I will go to war for this. I throw every feeling possible right out the door for this. I'm a savage, 21 savage, Captain Nick, no Afro pick. Taking over, no apologies, I'm killing all this shit. Listen. 
I told you I'm a savage, but you wouldn't listen. Uh-huh. I came to take over the whole game. That's my mission. Carrots, you a motherfucker. Now pay attention. Uh-huh. Now that I got your attention, uh-huh. let me complete my sentence. Born in the slums, I hustle for crumbs. I saw for days. Now it's time to get paid. Uh-huh. Dug into my last day. Right. Streets made me a menace. Mama didn't raise uh-huh. no fool. Bottom line, you course was mine. Homie, I eat your food. I ain't with that mumble uh-huh. shit. The only thing that mumbles quick is when I put that muzzle on that bitch and I freeze that shit. Yeah, I'm insane, nigga. Crazy and I'm cool, cold. Split personality. I don't know who's who. Screws loose, so watch what you say to me. I will snap out. I'm a New York Jersey nigga. But now I want to run the top. It's not where you from, nigga. It's where the fuck you at. So I switch that NY and flip it to a brace cap. Running up the check, running up the check, yeah, yeah. Stepping on they neck, stepping on they neck, yeah, yeah. Haters popping off, I don't feel a threat, yeah, yeah. Better come correct, gotta get respect. I was born for this, I will, I will go to war for this. If you standing in my way, you gon' be on the floor for this. I'm a savage, 21 savage, a grenade without a pen. Taking over, no apologies, I'm killing all this shit. That nigga KJ here bust quick Better watch what you say when you run your lips He's crazy in the range, you don't give a uh-huh. shit Pop heels, that boy is so That's ill right. Disrespecting, you get killed Slip in like the Viper, the DC Slap it to the bitches, I will sleep hype, yeah You don't want it with the kid from Jersey Better pray to the Lord for some mercy Cause when I come, I come with fire Stop putting on your rap shoe, liar You ain't never do a bit, you a bitch, nigga You be lying in your rap, you ain't rich, nigga You don't want no war with the kid, nigga I run up in your motherfucking crib, nigga I kill you, kill you, kill you And leave no witnesses And write a book about it Like OJ Simpson did I'm a savage, nigga So don't you waste my time And if you disrespect the king You know you cross the line I see you haters nigga I hear you haters talking You gonna end up six feet deep In the fucking coffin I'm about my paper I'm about my thriller I'm counting figures I seen the cross in your eyes That's why you switch nigga Oh you a bitch nigga I'm counting chips nigga You keep on chasing ass I'm getting rich nigga Running up the check Running up the check Stepping on they neck Stepping on they neck Haters popping off I don't feel a threat Better come correct Gotta get respect I'm out of for this I will, I will go to war for this I throw every feeling possible Right out the door for this I'm a savage 21 savage Kaepernick, no Afro pick Taking over, no apologies I'm killing all this here Hey! of emergency. Bitches, 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 bitches. You want me to do? I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. back. Corporate loving hustle. Making money hustle. Independent business. 24 struggle. On the block hustle. Crooked cop hustle. No sleep in these streets. 24 struggle. On the stroll hustle. Tricking John hustle. Working the pole. That's your goal. 24 struggle. Counterfeit hustle. Politics hustle. Thug 24 struggle. Underhand hustle. Made in Japan hustle. Trying to come across that border 24 struggle. Mafia hustle. Conglomerate hustle. Fall in love with a thug 24 struggle. Who you loving? Who you wanna be hugging? Go with niggas
cards, hustle. Never let them pull your cards. 24 struggle. Going green, hustle. Slot machine, hustle. Keeping money in your jeans, everyday struggle. Move your foot, hustle. Doing jokes, hustle. Protecting everything you have is a known struggle. Nine to five, hustle. Overtime, hustle. Trying to hold a decent job, make your mind struggle. Bootleg, hustle. Doobie and brain, hustle. Trying to ride the latest wave, 24 struggle. American dream, hustle. Plotting the scheme, hustle. Cause every time we close our eyes, all we see is struggle. Tattoo, hustle. YouTube, hustle. Just to get a couple views, watch a few struggle. I know we all hustle. That's all a part of struggle. It's time we get it popping off, so we all bubble, bubble, bubble. Who you love and who you wanna be hugging? Go with niggas that be sucking, that be sucking. You know we hustle around here. Yeah. Alright, alright, alright. Yeah. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Leisha. You know I got my right hand and most of the time she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. Y'all child listen. We talking that talk today about the boiling point. We got two fabulous guests who's kicking in the chat room doors with us. On today, we're going to start off with literary advocate and editor, Daphne Du Bois. Welcome, Daphne. Hello. How are you? We are good. Welcome to the chat room. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. You are oh, so very welcome, <laughs> absolutely. And we we sound very much alike, so we always we try to distinguish who we are, uh, so that everybody <laughs> knows who they talking to because we do sound very much alike. But we want you to tell everybody about uh, just your literary journey, um, your path, why you decided to start um, your blog. Just fill us on in on what's 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 what was your passion behind it. Absolutely. So writing has always been my thing. I've loved to write. Ever since I was a little kid, I've enjoyed writing. It's always been my passion. When I was in fourth grade, I wrote my very first play. And so I knew I had something, you know, way back then. And um, so throughout the years, it's just been something that I've really enjoyed doing. Um, Being a published author, I've written a couple books. And uh, I wanted to uh, take those talents, God-given talents that God has blessed me with, and I wanted to uh, be able to help other individuals. And so that's what kind of precipitated the um, the online writing workshop, DFOWW. It's an acronym for Daphne's Free Online Writing Workshop. And um, that's basically what, what precipitated it and what caused me to want to, you know, to start this and, and this journey and to be able to give back and help others. Absolutely, absolutely. So what was going on in in your world when you sat down to write your first book? You know, tell us about when you decided mm-hmm. to uh, fall in love with literature and decided to become an author. Yeah, so it was a very tumultuous time in my life, and um, I found um, writing my passion, something that I've always loved since I was a child, I found it to be very cathartic for me, right? So um, I started work, uh, writing my first book 
um, right after high school. And uh, that was in 1996. I'm telling my age now. So. <laughs> so in 1996, I graduated from high school, and I started writing my first book. Uh, my first book was a collection of short stories and uh, monologues, um, emotionally scarred monologues for the soul in us. And um, I started writing that book, and it was um, – um, it was very cathartic for me to write it. It was almost like I was uh, releasing a lot of the the pain that I had through through words and through write, writing. And um, I started writing one page, and then it led to two pages, and then before you know it, there was uh, chapters, and then before you know it, it was a it was a book. So yeah. <laughs> That's usually how it starts. This is Tony Daphne, and once again, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, now you said you wrote a short. Uh, a book of a collection of short stories. Now, is there any one particular or a couple of genres that you tend to to gravitate towards? Well, it was a collection of short stories, and so basically, it was um, a book of um, fiction, right? It was fiction mm-hmm. and nonfiction both, um, but primarily fiction. Um, my first book that I that I wrote, and it was, um, I believe, that the book was. Um, emotionally scarred, monologues for the soul in us. It was to help, you know, people primarily, um, those that may feel oppressed to those that may feel marginalized. Um, this book that I wrote, it was um, for, for me ultimately to, to help me, but also to, to help others, which has always been my core mission is to give back through my writing, through my life experiences, um, through my joys, my ups, my downs. Um, this is like, you know, my way of giving back. So, um, something I love, and and I hope everyone loves the book. <laughs> now, how has it been? Um, I'm sorry, this is Tony. What has been the greatest joy for you um, since becoming an author? The greatest joy for me, Ms. Tony, that is a very, very good question. So the joy, I would say, is primarily – um, it's my passion, right? So it's something that I love to do and to mm-hmm. be able to use this talent that I have to help others. It's just so it's inspiring. You know, I, it's, it's something that I've, I've always loved to do. And I, I just love being a writer. I love everything about literary. I love everything about helping others to become better readers and writers. And that's what we're trying to do with our, our workshop, our Daphne's Free Online Writing Workshop. Our core mission and our objective is to, to provide writing assistance to any and all marginalized individuals and or their communities. And, and the goal of our online uh, workshop is to help people become better readers and writers. So uh, with mm-hmm. our uh, online writing workshop, we're going to be publishing educational content as it relates to um, expanding vocabulary, critical thinking, um, learning English as a second language, basic rules of grammar, syntax, and uh, the writing process. Mm-hmm. Well, you know something, Daphne? This is Tony Still Leash. I'm sorry, but you are in okay, the right see, place still, tonight because you are in the right place tonight because there's one thing that Leash and I love here on Let's Chat. First and foremost, it's helping others. Um, we have such a a deep desire and, and love for the word. And um, and it's all about making the world better through words and making the authors that give us those words the best that they can be. So that is one caveat that we love here on this chat. So you are in good company, and, and we just absolutely love your passion. <laughs> 
Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm just super excited. You know, this is my very first um, show, radio show that I'm on. Um, and so it's an honor for you guys to have me on to, to be able to talk about our, our writing workshop, you know, what's going on. Yeah, so this is really great. I really appreciate this wonderful opportunity. Uh, you are so welcome, and we hope this is the first of many because uh, you, you, you enjoy what Leisha and I enjoy most as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you have a nonprofit. Tell us a little bit about it. Okay, so the nonprofit, um, DFOWW, as I mentioned earlier, it's an acronym for Daphne's Free Online Writing Workshop. Um, the purpose of our nonprofit is to um, provide writing assistance to, to marginalized individuals and or, and or their community. So I started this nonprofit about two years ago. Um, it started basically with me. Um, what I would do is I would use my social, me- social media platform to um, to introduce um, my audience with uh, new vocabulary, um, expanding vocabulary by learning new words and their meanings and um, using them the new words and sentences. And so that's basically how I started. Um, and I uh, got a lot of positive feedback, a lot of individuals on social media um, appreciated um, the, uh, the work that, um, that I was doing, our, our workshop you know, was providing it. And that's basically what kind of fueled everything. And it just kind of went from there and ballooned from there. And so um, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it and the uh, opportunities to be able to reach more people. Um, I want to help all marginalized individuals. Growing up, a lot of um, marginalized communities didn't have um, certain um, um uh, certain provisions that are available for them. And, and so a lot of them, um, unfortunately, um, didn't excel in reading and writing in academia. And um, so I want to try to bridge that gap, our workshop, and try to help individuals um, that may be lacking those um, skills so that they are um, better equipped to um, get jobs and more hireable in, in the workforce and also just to feel good about themselves and if they want to go on to write books and to help other people, that will be an awesome idea as well, you know? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. tell us about your expanded vision. You've talked about your vision, but tell us about the expanded portion. We always talk about um, vision here on Let's Chat, and it's very important to have an expanded vision. So talk to us a little bit about your expanded mm-hmm. vision. If we were sitting here say, in 2022, talking about some of the things that you had accomplished. So what are some of the things we'd be talking about? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, Well, as it relates to um, expanding our um, nonprofit organization, um, right now we're um, setting everything up as far as getting our um, board of directors. Um, We have um, two excellent, uh, three board members, myself included, uh, Dr. Regina Gerling um, is wonderful. We have Jesse Nunez, a web designer. Um, Dr. Sterling has uh, been an English teacher, has taught English, um, has taught law. Um, she's wonderful. She's been like my right uh, hand girl, you know, woman. She's really, really been helping me and helping us with the, with our nonprofit. And um, we see ourselves um, growing. We see ourselves helping people. We are going to be starting um, community workshops. Uh, we have a community workshop scheduled for um, later uh, in August. It'll be our first community workshop on POS. 
Um, and uh, it's open to the public. Anyone can register. There's a um, small registration fee for our workshop. And uh, what we're going to be doing is providing uh, writing assistance and um, to um, to all those in, in part, um, who are participating. And uh, our core objective and goal is to fam familiarize ourselves with the community and to reach out to those who um, may need that um, additional help and support as it relates to um, academia, uh, writing and, and reading. So um, I'm really excited about the workshops that we're going to be doing in the community. Of course, we have our um, online um, portion of our workshop primarily. Um, we have a, a segment, a section on there, building vocabulary, where um, the building vocabulary uh, portion or workshops that we conduct and host weekly um, basically will um, give clues um, whatever the word is that we're going to be sharing for the following day, um, we'll give uh, clues, and um, we we hope that we get participants to to engage and, and get those clues. Um, the individual who guesses correctly will have an opportunity to give our lead writer at CFOW uh, um, the opportunity to um, choose a word for us to share for the following week. Um, we're going to eventually start giving away. Um, T-shirts. Um, we're going to start giving away gift cards for those that um, participate and who guess correctly. Um, so in the process of us doing this, um, we're helping people to help themselves or helping them to familiarize themselves with, um, you know, new words and vocabulary. And um, so overall, it's going to be really beneficial um, for our participants and, and the community at large. We also have one of our primary um, workshops that we do on DFOWW is our basic rules of grammar. And under our basic rules of grammar, there are longer workshops, but um, we go into detail on different things. For example, parts of speech. Um, we're doing an eight-week series on that. I think we're on week number five of our um, uh, POS. So we're on week number five. And so basically we're going over each of the eight parts of speech. Uh, um, parts of speech are so important as it relates to writing and, and how we communicate so that we uh, communicate effectively, you know. Mm -hmm. And so we're doing that. Uh, we're going to be starting uh, um, in September. Our new um, uh, The new season will start in September. And basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing a 14-week uh, workshop online on the 14th. Um, punctuation marks in, in the English language and English grammar. So we're going to be doing mm -hmm. that. So that's really, really important. Um, we're going to host community events, reach out to the community. Um, so I'm really excited about all the things that we have going on for the for the online writing workshop. And um, yeah, I'm just mm -hmm. super excited. Wow, this is Tony Daphne. I'm excited, girl. I'm excited. I'm like ready to be right there with you. <laughs> And Miss Tony, uh, please forgive me. I am so nervous, girl. <laughs> Good. It's just us, you, me, and Alicia. We just talk what we talk and love what we do. So don't even be nervous. You are, you are in good hands. You are fine. But I also oh, sent you, you a so friend much. request. You're welcome. I sent you a friend request, Daphne, because I would love to stay on top of what you're doing and to share it, you know, and just because there are so many people out there that need what you are offering. And it doesn't even necessarily yeah. have to be an author because you need to be able to relate and dialogue and, and communicate outside in, in the, your everyday activity. So that's so important. And not, it's not just relegated to writing to being an author. So what you're providing is just such valuable information. So I thank you 
you know, we thank you from here on Let's Chat for what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, um, one of the things that I want to mention is there are other workshops and writing workshops and there are other provisions um, that are out there for people. But what separates us from all those is we're specifically um, focusing our attention uh, on helping those in marginalized communities. And that's what mm-hmm. separates us from, from so many of the other uh, writing workshops out there. That's our core objective is those that are less fortunate, those who have been misunderrepresented, uh, those that um, mm-hmm. feel left out, excluded, behind. That's what this workshop is also uh, going to be doing, focusing on those individuals. Mm-hmm. Now, will you be? T- are you located in Atlanta? I am. I am in Atlanta, Georgia, ATL. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Now, will this expand outside of Atlanta? Like, Leisha's in Atlanta. You know, we do the show, and I'm out of New York. So whenever we have guests coming into the New York area, you know, we love making sure that we post the information and, and where they can go. And we have listeners all over the world, and no matter where they are, if they're in that location, you know, so please tag us so we can also pass the word along. Absolutely. I certainly will do that. Yeah, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, and basically the, the online writing workshop is open for open to anyone. So we have a mm-hmm. lot of um, individuals, participants from other countries. And so anyone mm-hmm. who, who can benefit from this or who's, you know, this is open to everyone, you know, but especially those um, marginalized communities and individuals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That is so awesome, so awesome. And this is still Tony. Um, but you have so much to offer, Daphne, you and your, your team. And it's so important to have such a, a powerful team with you because, first, it takes away some of the anxiety that, that you're not alone in any given situation. But by you having so much to offer to so many, you and your team, what do you feel is your best virtue, your greatest virtue? Oh, what is my greatest virtue? What is my greatest? Well, um, I think that um, my greatest virtue, I don't think, I I, I know that it is um, being a kind person. Um, being a kind person and working with others well is something mm-hmm. that I've always um, been able to accomplish through through the grace of God and, and, and being raised by my uh, Christian family, you know, my mom and dad. And so that's that's been something really, really uh, instrumental in my life, you know, um, being raised in the Christian mm-hmm. home and, and doing on to others as I want to be done to me. So I would say being kind to others. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. probably my biggest, my biggest uh, virtue, being kind. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. A lot of a lot more people need to have that same virtue. You know, I love it. This is still Tony. I'm not sure if you're getting the voices yet. <laughs> I know because you guys, you, you ladies, both of you ladies sound so much alike. It's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's why we try to distinguish, you know. But um, your work, it just seems to be rooted in authenticity. So what do you attribute that to? Yeah, that's a very that's another very very good question. So I tried, girl. I know, tried to come up with some yeah. good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like I said, it's my foundation, right? Growing up in a Christian home with my mom and my dad, and you know, and uh, my loving twin sister, and you know, my brothers, and um, it's uh, it's it's really helped to to ground me, right? Um, knowing right from wrong, and also um, wanting to to put on that Christ-like 
personality and, and really give and help others. And so that is something I have to give all the credit to, to, you know, my parents and, of course, God for just instilling that in me, that innate intrinsic um, quality that has really helped me um, throughout the course of my life, and it continues to to fuel me to to give back and, and to do the do the right thing, you know. So I'm really excited that um, DFOWW is taking off, and I'm glad that I've been grounded, you know, and, and rooted, and you know, uh, by, by my parents, you know, and, and my Christian, you know, faith. And so I'm just really excited and to see what's new for me, you know, and what the future holds for me, and. And our um in our writing workshop, online writing workshop. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And this is still Tony. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when when did you you know, because you have so much to give and not just to the literary community, like I said, but to the community at large, when did you realize that your gifts, talents and abilities was something that you can expand outside of yourself to be able to help the those that you touch? When did you realize that? Mm-hmm. Well, I have a lot of friends um, here in Atlanta. I moved to Atlanta in 2000, and let's see, I moved here in 2006. Yeah, 2006, I think it's my 13-year anniversary. I've been here in Atlanta from, from New York, uh, Niagara Falls, New York, born and raised. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out to Niagara Falls. But um, when I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, I... Um, became friends with a marginalized community of people and I mm-hmm. saw their suffering and mm. they didn't have a, a voice. There was no one who stood up for them and, and advocated for them. And it just broke my heart, you know, and um, that's when I knew I had to do something. You know, I knew that I had to use the, the gifts and talents that God has given me to try and, and to help people. Um, mm-hmm. peace of mind is so important. And we live in a world that is destitute. We live in a world that can sometimes be uh, very cruel to people. And um, mm-hmm. so I felt like when I moved here and, and I was introduced to this marginalized community, I I felt that it was the right thing to do. And I felt like I had an obligation to give back and to try to help as many people as I possibly could, not only with my talent and writing, but also just as a as a kind person, you know, and using mm-hmm. my platform on social media to um, mm-hmm. promulgate um, love and um, kindness, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important, and I think so many people in the world are getting away from that, and I think that that has to be our, our primary focus in life is helping people and being kind to one another, and um, and that's what, what I'm all about, my, my mission and I'm going to continue to do it as long as I'm living and as long as uh, God has given me this disability. I'm going to do it, you know? Mm, that's awesome. And I, and I just feel deep down that you're going to, to accomplish that and so much more. But with all Thank of that you. being said, um, Daphne, you know, this journey that you have embarked upon, what had, mm-hmm. what is the one thing that you have learned about yourself along this journey? Oh, girl, what have I learned? <laughs> I've learned so many life lessons, <laughs> so many things. Uh-huh. Oh, it, it's uh, it, it has been a, it has been a journey, right? It has been a, a ride, and a, and I'm very transparent. I make uh, no apologies about my life and what I've been through and my circumstances. Um, but one of the big takeaways from from it all 
is um, love and forgiveness. Learning to mm-hmm. forgive. Learning to forgive. That has been that was one of the toughest things for me. Um, when you're wronged and you've been mistreated, you've been uh, ostracized and banished. Uh, a lot of times you're you're hurt and angry. You know, um, mm-hmm. the word is um, "woe be gone." Sometimes you're woe be gone, disconsolate or apoplectic, right? And um, mm-hmm. it, it was really really tough learning that portion of it. You know, learning to forgive. You know, because you want justice. You want justice to be done when you're wronged, you know. And so throughout my life and throughout my journey, that's the one thing that I, I had to learn to do was to forgive. And um, not for others, but for myself, you know, so that I can heal mm-hmm. and begin to heal and change the trajectory of, of the pain that I've been through. So, so yeah, I would say that love and forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. That is so true. It's interesting that you should say that because not too long ago I was just talking to someone and forgiveness is the hardest part. And it's not necessarily Mm -hmm. forgiving someone what they have done to you or yours. It's so that you can go forward, so that you can Mm -hmm. go continue to, to for yourself, you know. Forgiveness is not always for the person that has wronged you. It's more importantly for yourself. So that is so, so true. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that that is so important. And I had to learn that lesson, you know. I had to learn mm-hmm. that lesson, and I'm so glad that I did. You know, I'm so glad I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a hard, that's a hard, and that's an important lesson to learn. But you've shared so much with us, Daphne. This is still Tony. You've shared so much with mm-hmm. us in um, past, present, and future. Is there anything on your bucket list that you haven't touched upon that is outside of literature? Outside of literature, on my bucket list, what I like to do. Um, you know what? I've always had, and this might sound like crazy or talking, something I've always had a passion for, something I've always wanted to do, but mm-hmm. I can't do it, is sing. <laughs> I've always wanted to sing and make music. I wish that I was literary, I wish I was uh, music savvy and, and just knew everything about you know, music and, and writing music. and But I don't know. Like, I really don't. And that's something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to be a good singer. I think I can sing when I'm mm-hmm. in the shower, but I don't think others would agree. But that's something I've always wanted to do, to be a good singer and write music and good music for people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? Here well, we all chat, think we, we like to sing. do something a little fun. <laughs> Absolutely right. If you want to do a sound or two, give us a little something to go right ahead. Girl, girl. You go right ahead. You right ahead with me. I think I would scare all the listeners away. If I tried to sing. But it's something I do. I love singing, right? And I, I've always wanted to be a good singer, but I can't sing. You know, music moves people, right? And, mm-hmm. and the lyrics of songs and the melody, it, it really touches people in a way that is uh, very unique, right? And I've always wanted to. You know, my favorite singer in the whole world is the late, great Miss Whitney Houston. And I would watch mm-hmm. Whitney Houston perform and sing. And 
oh, it was just something she did for my spirit, for my soul, and for so many others. And I said, wow, I wish I could do that and write music. And, you know, but maybe one day, maybe I'll learn that one day. Um, but for right now, I think <laughs> I'll just stay in my lane and, <laughs> and keep writing, right? <laughs> I'm just well, saying, funny. you know, if if that's you had, we we are encouraged. We make it here. We can, <laughs> right? We can make it come true. We can make it come true, girl. Okay. Okay. We okay. got folks hey, writing hey, books that said they hey. would never write a book. <laughs> hey, hey, what about this? Love is a wonderful thing. Girl, you better sing. <laughs> there was nothing wrong with that. There was yes, nothing wrong, wrong with that. that <laughs> Oh, wow, that is something, so, yeah. Well, you know, we so appreciate you coming to kick it with us today in the chat room. And we do like to do something fun with our guests just to be able to allow our listeners to experience them and their dopeness. So T is going to give you a question. I don't know what the question is. It's whatever she wants it to be. I'm going to say clutch your pearls now. (laughs) And we're just going to apologize later. Okay. Okay, cool. All right, see. All right. we got. I'm going to put her writing skills, her story skills, her word skills uh, to, to, to task. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you three props, Daphne, and I want you to kind of combine them and give us a, 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 a little excerpt, a live excerpt on whatever genre you want it to be. It could be okay. fiction, nonfiction, erotica, thriller, anything you want it to be. Okay. And those three props, the first one is an ice pick. The next one is a tiara. And the oh, last sorry, one is that? a tiara, like a crown, a tiara. Ice pick, tiara, okay. And, and the third one is some thigh-high boots. Oh, girl. Mm. <laughs> That's a nice little combination. Wait, yeah. the way she said, yeah. oh, girl, I got excited. Like, girl, what you about to do? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay, so let me think. I pick Tierra and thigh high boots. I would have to say nonfiction. Okay. And. I would say Oh, that's a good one. Oh gosh. I know the give us a live excerpt with using those three props. Okay. Um So you create a scene. You you guys, yeah, this is this is this is a good one. Okay, so let's see. A non fiction, um Oh, the ice pick is the hardest part, right? The ice pick one is like the hardest part. Uh, let's see. So um, my husband came home from work, and I surprised him in my sexy lingerie. I had on my pink thigh-high boots with glitter on them. Uh, let's see. Oh gosh, the ice pick. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Come on. The ice pick. Um, as he walked through the door, the front door, he kissed me on my neck. He ran his fingers through my hair. 
The smell of my perfume intoxicated him. As we slowly walked to the master bedroom, he Oh gosh. <laughs> this is a, oh my gosh. Let me help you out because you done got me all excited. As he rushed to the master bedroom, he dropped a piece of paper, and it had another woman's name on it and a picture of them. So inside my pink, glittery, thigh-high boots, I pulled out a razor-sharp ice pick. (laughs) My turn, my turn, my turn. Go ahead, go ahead. My turn, look, look, look. <laughs> and I told him, "What's going on here? You know, you have to use this, right?" Okay, <laughs> my turn. Look, look. Let me jump in like double judge. Let me jump in. Okay. What's going on here? What's this? I asked with fury in my eyes. Who is she? Where Where you coming from? Because I thought you was at work. Stuttering over his words. My husband replied, "Ah, oh, baby, it ain't even nothing. Your turn. Your turn. <laughs> go, go ahead, Daphne. Pick up Daphne. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll let you go for that, but then I'll, I'll pick up, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. It ain't nothing, huh? So you say. But you come up in here smelling like some Chanel number five, and that is not the scent I wear. So like I said, what's what's going on? What it do? Daddy, <laughs> honey, I thought rubbing honey, the top I, of his I, head. I, Look, rubbing the top of his head. No, he rubbed the top of his head and then glazed over his face with his fingers. I told you it was nothing. Well, then if it's nothing, you have no problem. Answering the question that I'm asking right now. What's going on? Who is this? As I grip the ice pick staunchly in my hand. Oh. Go ahead, He looked at me with fear in his eyes. He looked so afraid. I asked him. Why? Why me? Why are you doing this to me? I thought you loved me. He just held. He just held his head down. Go, Miss Tony. Ooh. As he held his head down, I raised my right arm, and before I could bring it down into the vein in his neck, I wake up. It is just a dream. Oh, wow. <laughs> How cool is that? That was good. Hey, that way was good. to go. That was good, John. That was good. We did that. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Oh, you two you. are I'm so good. creative and, like, spontaneous and right on. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. We enjoy that. That's what we do here on that set. We love just having fun with the word. Look, look, and Absolutely. listen, listen. Tony don't normally jump in, but I'm about to tell y'all, Tony got a little pen on her. She be trying to hide it. You know, it's the snack that she wrote. 
like five years ago. I'm still waiting on, you know, because, um, okay. you know, I was a, I'm a reader, and I was like, you know, I'm going to need me a little snack sometime. And she said, I got you. I got you, Lee. That's five years ago. I'm still waiting on that little snack. But Tony got a little pen. She got she got some pen, and she got a pen on her. I'm just trying to tell you all. Tony told y'all what it was. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, that was that was fun though. But I'm an editor as well, Daphne. So I love using the words. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I do too. I love like a lot of synonyms for words because we're always trying to intrigue our audience, and so synonyms is like my best friend, you know. And I'm always mm-hmm. looking for those. And we could use you over at DFOWW because uh, we're we're looking for right now is we're in, in really need of uh, some part time editors. It can help out, mm-hmm. you know, a couple hours a week for our online writing um, workshop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we can, we can definitely use you on board. Oh, well, let me know. I sent you a friend request. You know, if there's anything I can help you with, I am more willing to, to, to do that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, one thing I want to mention, I forgot to mention, um, we do have uh, Dr. Sterling um, has set up uh, DFOWWR um, uh, GoFundMe page. So um, we're looking, all donations are welcome. We're asking uh, the community and anyone to help us to further our mission and helping other people. You can go to GoFundMe.com and just type in the search bar, D-F-O-W-W. It's an acronym for Daphne's Free Online Writing Workshop. Um, again, that's D-F-O-W-W in the search bar, and it'll bring it up in Atlanta Writing Workshop, and you can go on there and you can donate to us um, whatever, $5, 10 $20, whatever you want to give. It'll help us to help others and continue our mission and, and helping all, you know, all people, especially marginalized communities. So, yeah. That, that's awesome. We have so enjoyed you, and I really liked our little snack, and uh, we got to do that again, Lisa. nothing but the best. 
and make sure you share it with us and we can share it with our followers as well. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Wow, I can take a sigh of relief and breathe. I was, I was so nervous coming on today, and it was it was wonderful. Like you told me, you told me, so oh, Daphne, don't be nervous. It's gonna be fine, girl. Just go with the flow. And <laughs> you were you were great. Yeah, thank you so much, and you made it great for me. So that was awesome. <laughs> We enjoyed having you. And don't let this be the last time, please. You're, 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 you want to share anything? You want to bring your group on? You just let us know. We'll make the show happen. And uh, this is your home. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Keep doing the wonderful work that you're doing. You're providing so many people a platform to, to share what they're doing and to, to help other people. And I just want to commend you Um for all the work that you're doing and, and helping so many people. And that is just really, really, really an awesome thing to want to give back like that and, and uh, to, to really support others and aspiring artists and, and, and to do what you're doing and to be so dedicated at it, right? You know, it takes a lot mm-hmm. of work, a lot of your time, and you, could, you should be commended. I mean, keep up the excellent work. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And you keep up the great work as well. As T said, when you guys do your events or when you post your questions, feel free to to tag us so that we can share them. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Have a great weekend, okay? Okay, you too. Have a great weekend. Okay, thank you. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. That was fun. I love that. We did that, didn't we? That was so much fun with her. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, so y'all look, if you just tune it in, no worries if you've missed that previous interview with author, literary advocate, and editor, Daphne Du Bois. No worries. Just go ahead on after this next uh, interview. Hit our archives here at blogtalk.com. You can also hit us on iTunes, any podcast app and be able to do the replays of our shows. I'm going to shout out all of our replays. Our replays are popping, y'all. We appreciate you guys coming back and listening to our shows, shows from a year ago, y'all, in October, October the 25th. It'll be six years for me and T. And so we're trying to think of something to do. And so there's a post on social media. And if you have ideas of what we can do for our uh, sixth anniversary, make sure you post it in the and under one of those posts so that we can look into it. Um, we've had some great ideas so far. We appreciate you guys always rocking with us, always supporting us, and always looking out for us. We're going to take a brief break, and we'll be back with our next guest, author Dan Ringo, straight out of Detroit. Oh.
now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, welcome to Let's Chat. We are back. We are back. You know, I am Leisha. You know, I got my right hand. And, y'all, most of the time, she my left, the fabulous Miss Tony, Honey, we just got finished talking that talk with the fabulous author, literary advocate, and editor, Daphne Du Bois. Now we got author Dan Ringo in the building. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to the chat room. Thanks for joining us. I am honored to be in the chat room. I've been looking forward to the conversation. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I didn't even know uh, you – I had never saw your post before until my brother posted your book. And um, I was like, okay, all right. So I'm glad that he did that. Tell us a little bit about your literary journey uh, and, and what brought you to writing that book. Well, the main thing is I'm a person that likes to share experiences and share stories, and, and hopefully it, it may help someone like someone helped me in my journey. So that was the, the main emphasis for writing the book because I, I feel I've had an extraordinary journey going from an airman um, in the military to a CEO or from the boiler room to the boardroom. That's why the book has a dual title, and oftentimes – over the past 10 years, when I really started this journey hard, many people have asked me, well, how did you go from one point to another? Because the last time I saw you, you may have been at this particular part of your journey, and now you're here. And so really, it was just me wanting to share that I'm not different than anyone else, and that you can change your life or the circumstances that you find yourself in with some simple steps and a lot of hard work and dedication prayers, belief in a good team, you can you can totally make over yourself. And it's, so it's not a get-rich-quick book. It is a self-help, but it's told through the backdrop of my personal experiences, uh, and, and it's been it's been received very well out, out in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First of all, this, this is Tony. You know, we, we got to try to differentiate ourselves because we sound so much alike. But yeah. the cover of your book... <laughs> Least that that's an eye catcher in and clean. of itself. So you know how mm-hmm. we are about covers. We book bougie okay. over here. Don't mind us. We book bougie. <laughs> we no, love no, no, a clean, that crisp was, that cover. Was, that was intentional. That was intentional because we we wanted to we wanted to hit the marketplace and from from you know aspiring authors out there. This is the first time I've, I've written a book, but understanding a mm-hmm. little about marketing, we wanted a book cover that would attract many different groups. And, and really draw people in to what this book could possibly be about. So when you look at the mm-hmm. title on the on the book cover, and then it kind of says, okay, we see the flag, we see the suit, so we kind of kind of get what this may be going. But it's I've I've received a lot of compliments about the book. Uh, I was on a flight to Vegas, and I had the book in the in the seat between me and another passenger, and he mm-hmm. looked down and picked the book up and was interested and bought the book while we were sitting there because of the cover, and I was able to explain to him it's about my journey going from the boiler room to the boardroom, uh, being on mm-hmm. several boards, coming from the boiler room. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's awesome. That's powerful. Thank Absolutely. You. So when you set out to, to market this book, because marketing is really important. It's part of the eye. We call it eye candy. Covers are eye candy. Yeah. Titles are yeah. eye candy. Even the way your name sits um, 
on the cover of a book. That's part of the eye candy for a reader that draws right. me in. Right. So we always love to um, watch Mike and Molly. Um, before it was discontinued, but there was a show, Mike and Molly, and Molly was an author. Uh, and it just okay. really kind of went through her life. So she ended up getting a publishing deal. She's so excited because they use the word phenomenal. So in this particular er, uh, episode, they're dancing around the, the living room because all she heard from the whole conversation with the publisher was phenomenal. So she's all excited. <laughs> she's all excited. So she gets into the office, and, you know, he sits her down. You know, you want some water. You know, you know how they do. And um, mm-hmm. he gives her the book. It's a nice hardback. She's, you know, admiring her picture on the back, like, ooh, I do look good in this shirt, don't I? You know, she, she's she's just soaking it up. And then all of a sudden he takes the book and he throws it across the room, and she's like, wait, wait, whoa. And he said, now, <laughs> you've got to not only sell that book, but you got to sell yourself. So what is that process of not only selling your book but selling yourself um, to people that may not be part of your target audience originally, you know, that may, you may just meet um, on an airplane or uh, in a boardroom or how do you, what, what, what is that process like for you? Well, well, that's a great question. And I, and I tell people, um, don't be humble, promote yourself. You have to be excited about what you're talking about, number one. So when I get, mm-hmm. I get excited telling people about my particular journey, being a teenage father, uh, basically almost dropping out of high school, graduating with a 1.4, uh, and wandering aimlessly, you know, from job to job and, you know, couldn't even, you know, complete a, a basic technical training program to getting the discipline to even go into the military, which is what gave me my basis and my foundation for discipline that allowed me to achieve other goals. I talk about going through divorces. Uh, I talk about you know, losing a family member, losing a parent and death in, in the midst of law school, and how you overcome these particular obstacles when you decide to change your life, life is not going to stop throwing what it has at you. You're not immune to those things. So I get excited when I, when I talk to people that are interested in changing their life and creating the life that they always envision for themselves. And I tell them that this book gives you an in-depth, you know, it's, although it's a, it's a quick read, it gives readers an in-depth look on how to how to deal with some of these things that sometimes become insurmountable barriers to individuals that are looking to change their life. Oh. Absolutely. So so to to go even further to to your question, you have to you you can't be afraid to talk about yourself. We will sit there and watch TV for hours and they will run the same commercial 20 times and we never we don't even bat an eye but people are very shy and become very timid to talk about themselves um and be able to explain what's relatable about their life experience and their book to anyone so when i talk about my book although it's called airman and ceo that's for a military audience when i talk about from mm-hmm. the boardroom to the boardroom that's for people that can, can relate to the drake song i started from the bottom now i'm here so it's 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 a book that, to me, covers many different genres. It covers many different topics that everybody is on a particular journey in life, and it's being able to find yourself in that particular journey, whether you're making a decision, 
to accomplish mm-hmm. a goal, whether you are just started a goal, whether you've been deep into a goal and you're wondering if this goal is even what you want to do now, or whether you've completed mm-hmm. a goal and now you wonder what's next. So this book speaks to that. So I really talk to people about where are you in, on your part of your journey? Because we're, we're all in a journey, and even if you're not pursuing a particular goal, right now you're still moving, to, you're still moving and progressing in life. Mm-hmm. And so this book helps you to even decide and narrow down what it is that you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. I definitely wow, agree. Mm-hmm. Now you, so you, I was you say, Lee, the, I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry, Lisa. I was going to say, you know, Lisa said that we are book bougie, and you talk about touching um, the servicemen and the, the the with the boiler and the. But sometimes a cover, like Lisa and I say, a cover can just be drawn by the title, the way your your name appears, and also the colors. Because they kind of pop out. So mm-hmm. you want to be able to grab any reader, wherever they may be, in whatever genre that they read, just to bring that interest. And did you take all of that into consideration when you yes. put that all together? Yeah, Yes, I did. Because, again, I'm, I'm, I've been now booked for some speaking engagements. And you wanted a book that 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 people would look at and know that this is something that they can, number one, have in their, in their bookstores. They could... They could, they could send around to their their circles, and it's something that would catch someone's eye. So again, the red, white, and blue with a navy blue suit, I knew it would lay well and look well um, on a book cover. Setting, you know, to sell someone or to sell this product, mm-hmm. you know, visually, uh, if it was on a website, if it's in a store. So that was even branding on T-shirts or or shirts had things of that nature. So I had mm-hmm. all of that in mind as how I wanted this to look um, mm-hmm. to go beyond when, it, when I first released the book. And I'm glad that you said that because we talk about that all the time. But I want to go back because you talked about um, going through divorce and, and, and putting that inside of your book. How difficult was that to relive that moment but make it so public? Because, you know, a lot of people think of the – I think that a lot of, as adults, we would think and we hear certain words and, you know, we think automatically we become technical about words or we feel a certain way about certain things and they don't necessarily have to be that way. But for you, how was that process for you, putting those most intimate moments in that book? I thought it was, I thought it was actually very necessary to do so to really bring the story home. So the chapter is called the three D's, death, divorce, and disease. And it's how you may encounter these and some of the steps you may need to take to work through these as, as you continue your, your journey towards your goal. I was married 13 years. My wife and I had three daughters and it was a very traumatic um, thing. When you look at divorce, divorce is is in a lot of ways like death and you have to encounter it as such and so your support base your network um the things that you that you occupy your mind with um who you surround yourself with became very important and a lot of times when people don't see that 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 um that incident or this event in their life as something that that there is another day that's something that you will survive something that you will get through um 
it can be something that they cannot get past, and therefore their life almost becomes on hold until they deal with it, if they ever deal with it. So I wanted to show people that, yes, I, I got divorced while I was in law school. After losing a parent, all this was in succession, yet and still I, was, I, I stayed focused and was able to use these tools and the resources available to me to continue on the path that was set forth for me. Uh, to continue to progress on my, my particular journey. And so mm-hmm. it gives, hopefully it gives people hope uh, because again, uh, divorce can be very traumatic, often more traumatic than, than losing a parent or losing a sibling. And so I wanted to speak to how I was able uh, to get through that uh, with no, you know, special, you know, powers or anything other than relying on um, sometimes tried and true methods of dealing with trauma. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, you know, we we talk a lot about visions here on Let's Chat, Uh, and and visions are awesome. You know, they're they're part of our process, but they're not the end-all, be-all. You know, we set goals. Once you hit that goal, it's another set of goals you should be trying to conquer or master. Um, Tell us about your expanded vision. if we were sitting here, say, in 2022 when we were talking about some of the things that you had accomplished, what are some of the things we'll be talking about? Well, in 2022, um, hopefully, like I said, I I've, I've have a few business endeavors uh, that are doing doing rather well, and I would hope by then that uh, the, the technical training school that a partner of mine have started, that that's really up and going rather well. We're, we're starting very small. Uh, I also, you know, plan to write a couple more books um, that I wanted to release over the next year or two uh, as a goal of mine. And then again, I, I have a couple other business endeavors: uh, D&D, HVAC, Opus LLC, that are are starting off r- r- very small, but we're they're picking up steam and doing rather well. I owned uh, Ringo Services, uh, which was a facilities management company, and it was doing business in two states. And I unfortunately had to close that business down uh, recently. But again, it was very successful until up until that point, and 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 switch gears and are now doing some other endeavors that are start starting off very well. Okay. I, I but I I now love that. I love to hear about because see every everything has an ending. Like you were saying yes. uh, about relationships, that everything in our life has an ending. Um, it's a reset period. So during a reset period, we either have the opportunity to do one of thing, two things. We either have the opportunity to reset and revamp or reset and separate or sever. You know, those are the, the two things that happen during a reset period because at that time, change is needed. And, you know, change is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, change is, you know, it may be inconvenient, but it's not a bad thing. So I'm glad that you were able to take that and move and push and get that expanded vision out. So are you looking at a book two? What what we got going on creatively? What do you think you what direction do you think you want to go into? Oh definitely. Um and, and I just wanna to add to your point because you're you're so um so you know, hundred percent on point. And I hope the listeners understand that when something ends, it's only because something is beginning, and mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. has an ending, and it has to end for something to begin. Like you just said, jobs, relationships, 
So you can't – I don't look at things uh, ending as tragically as I once did because I know that for the new to come in, something has to end, and it's all part of the process. So creatively, I've written another book uh, on facilities management, and that's going to be promoted as soon as I kind of come off the promotion of Airman, the CEO. I really want to go back then and start to promote the facilities management book that I wrote because that's part of my background. I've been spent 25 years in facilities management uh, on top of going to law school, on top of having engineering licenses and things of that nature that I've accomplished. So I wanted to write uh, my book. I've written five articles for an international magazine uh, this year alone. So 2019 has been an extraordinary year. I've never written an article for a publication. I've written five this year. Uh, I've gotten feedback internationally from as far as Australia uh, for questions and, and for interviews regarding some of the things that I wrote in my articles on the labor and collective bargaining. So I plan to continue that vein as far as you know, strengthening my subject matter expert profile uh, within facilities management. And I also plan to uh, release a book called Beyond, Beyond the Boardroom uh, because, again, this talks about some of the things that I did to get to where I am. But now once you're there, it's, as you stated earlier, once you go, it's, you see that it's further that you can go. So I want to talk about going beyond the boiler room. You better talk that talk and get them together. <laughs> I know, right? That's right. Get them right on together. Mm-hmm. That you. is so true. But, but um, then this is Tony. Um, you know, you shared so much with us, and your journey has been um, – Pretty interesting, but along that journey, what have you found most uh, learned most about yourself that you may not even have realized when you started this journey? I'm sorry, you, you, uh, my phone broke up. Could you say that one more time, please? I wanted to know what have you learned about yourself along this journey that you may not have l- known at the start of the journey? Well, I, t- I, t- I tell you what, Tony, I always felt. I was a bad boy. Now I know that I know for a fact. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you kind of, you can, here's the thing. And, and I write about this in my book, my cousin who I'm named after, he said what he wanted to do in his life. And he said this two days before he died on his deathbed. He said he wanted to put up his high score. He wanted to, he wanted to show what he could do with what he had. And mm-hmm. I think many times we leave this planet or we leave this existence not fully trying to accomplish all that we could. We In our minds, we have these ideas. And it's just like the guy standing outside the barbershop or outside the basketball court, and everybody's talking about what they could do or the ideas, but very few people actually try to implement. I can actually say now when I can, when I can go to YouTube and see interviews like this and, and other, other forms, and I can see that I have books published, generations of my bloodline to come can go and see what I was about. And that brings me an immense peace in life is that I've left something for my family to go and reference for generations to come. So that proving that side of myself, the chip on my shoulder that I had about being an underachiever, that has been long gone and I know who I am and I know I can accomplish anything and I know I have the tools to build whatever dream and vision I have for myself. Absolutely. And that's so empowering. 
Mm-hmm. It really is. Because I want to take that a little bit farther. Because as a black man, what have you learned about yourself um, that you can pass on to help other black men to build up, themselves up? I, I would say as a, as a black man, it's okay. I, I would say that as a black man, wow, that, that, that question really stumps me. Because because it's, 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 it's seriously because it's so much I want to say on that and I'm trying to think where's the best way to go. It's because I can only speak from the perspective of a black man. So what I'm right. saying, what I'm saying even then is spoken from that perspective. So when I talk mm-hmm. about you know black men, you know we owe it. We owe it. You owe it to your family. You owe it to mm-hmm. your family. Your journey does not have to be my journey. But, mm-hmm. but you owe it to yourself and to your family to discover what your purpose and your journey is and to live and walk in that purpose. And and so I think that that to leave a legacy different from what the narrative has been for so many years, I think that's something that needs to be in the forefront and the foreminds of all black men. So mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. that's I would say that's where I am with that. Mm. Absolutely. I love it. Mm. Now, Mm. here on Let's Mm. Chat, you don't know, but here on Let's Chat, we like to do something a little fun uh, with our guests. We just love to be able to just um, allow them to showcase their creativity, their mind, um, and that really just really helps them push their brand um, beyond whatever current state that it's in, uh, and introduce that word of mouth. So T is going to give you a question. I don't know. I think it's just going to be a regular question, but she picks out the questions. I just listen okay. and enjoy. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> T, go ahead. Okay. First of all, Dan, thank you so much. You have shared and enlightened us this evening uh, with you and your journey. So we thank you for sharing that, even the most intimate details that you shared. But um, my question for you tonight, because I want to get an insight of of who you are, a little deeper insight of who you are. You know how growing up we always had this huge, huge big box of crayons with like a rainbow of colors in them. Uh But if you were, if you were a crayon in that box and it, and what color would you be and why? And you can even create your own color because you know you. And if it's not in that box, what color would it be? And we want to know why you chose that color. Oh, that's easy. That it'd be black. Oh. Uh, it'd be black because of the, the consistency and the strength, um, and the and the finality that black mm-hmm. represents. So I would I would be black. That's always been my favorite color. Um, At least I think this is the first it. time we got black. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I, I like it. Yeah, when, when you think when you think of a black. judge's robe, it, it, yeah, black black represents power, authority. Yes, right. Authority. Oh, spooky now. Okay, I like that. We've you had a we, we question. Today. I Absolutely. know, right? I love that. I like that. That's okay. a good one. That's 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 a real good one right there. 
We mm-hmm. appreciate you coming and kicking with us today here in the chat room. We want you to shout out all of your social media, any events you have coming up, and where everybody can get your books. The book is purchased on Amazon, Audible.com, and iTunes.com. I will be speaking um, next weekend at Upward Bound in Auburn Hills to about 200 uh, teenagers. So I'm very excited about that, and I have a few other speaking engagements lined up for the fall. So I definitely plan to stay in touch with the chat room, and I am so honored to have visited the chat room. And we appreciate you, and we we thank you for coming to kick it with us. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you. All right. And you are welcome back anytime. You too. All right. Take care. Have a great weekend. What a great show, Leash. That was. Oh, we had so much fun today, T. We had so much fun today. We appreciate y'all rocking out with us, you know, here on the chat room. Y'all know that we're on a limited schedule probably until maybe September, October. Um, but we do still have shows, just more spread out because uh, we have other projects going on. But we will catch y'all on the 25th of uh, July. That's our next show. We're excited. We're excited. We have uh, three fabulous guests that's going to come kick it in the chat room with us on that show. Make sure y'all hit up these replays. We thank y'all again for always listening to us, replaying, sharing our uh, our link. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we appreciate y'all. And we're going to say good night. Good night, everyone. Thank you.